I stood in the observation room, smoking. Long, sinuous trails of gray smoke drifting up into the ceiling. The recording technician coughed and turned the filter setting up even higher. The whir of the motor, the loudest sound in the place. The popping of ionizing energy removing the pollutants from the air. Even with the police department's recent budget cuts, the filter was a solid, mid-range quality one. Good enough to handle the smoke without blinking. With the air so bad out, we needed every advantage we could get. With the higher setting, the tech stopped caring about the smoke, and I could focus on the pleasant little buzz of the cigarette without worrying about her discomfort. On the other side of the one-way glass in the interview room sitting alone was a sweating, overweight man in an old-style trucker hat and a shirt full of holes decorated with the silhouette of a naked woman. His hat had a large fish hook clipped on the brim. A company uniform shirt, blue with white stitching, lay wadded on the table. A knock on the door behind me made me look up. Put that out, would you? The woman said with an odd, pushy cheer. A plain blonde, she was hefty, tall, and focused. She must be new. We didn't have many women in the department. I tried to read her telepathically and came up largely blank. Since a case six weeks ago when I'd burned out my mind, I was struggling to recover, my telepathy coming back only in fits and starts. I'd seen enough old students go through the process, heck, helped them through the process, that I knew what to expect. I had rested like I was supposed to, done the exercises like I was supposed to, over and over again, and tried to be patient. I had some of the telepathy back. In the mornings, before two or three o'clock, before I was too tired and it got spotty again. Now was the hard part, when I had to keep from pushing, when I had to keep from setting myself back. I could read a lot of people at surface level now. If the waves of their minds transmitted through mind space strongly enough, if they had ability even the barest touch above the normal population. The new detective had to be as normal as they came, her mind not speaking up enough for me to hear, even though it was early in the day. Either that or we had poor valence, the waves of our minds sinking up badly. Either way, it was disturbing, like meeting someone blindfolded with cotton balls in your ears. I put the cigarette out, reluctantly, since she'd asked. Who are you again? She asked. I don't think we've met yet. I'm Lisa Morris. I'm Adam, the telepath consultant. I was a level eight, or had been. Incredibly strong, and trained very well by the telepaths guild, who'd kicked me out years ago. But I wouldn't tell her. Normals were nervous enough around weaker telepaths. And neither she nor the rest of the department could know I'd hurt my brain. I needed this job. She stuck out a hand, but I didn't take it. Sorry. Telepath rules, right? I nodded. Tried a sheepish smile. I'm the new detective she said to cover the awkwardness. New transfer from South to Cab, working under Branson's detective division. Primarily robbery, though I pick up the occasional armed assault. Nice to meet you. So, what's the situation? I clarified, with the guy on the other side of that glass. Ah, Thomas Hunter. He drives a truck for a company on Lawrenceville Highway. Seems an upstanding guy. Salt of the earth, or at least as much as you'd care about. His record's clean, but his truck was hijacked by armed robbers this morning, and his supervisor says it's the second time. She shrugged. Plus, he's lying. 
A good cop has an instinct for liars. You want to know what's going on.